All right, welcome in, everybody. Hope Thursday is treating you well. We are here at our uh, home away from home on Thursdays. Cabins Group, Disaster Response Group, the very best in the business. Gary and the crew here. If you're ever in need of emergency help, emergency cleanup, you've got water flooding in your home or business, fire damage that needs to be cleaned up fast so you can get back in business, mold affecting, uh, you know, the environment for your customers and your employees, emergency board up after a break-in or like a vehicle running into your business, they are here 24-7, 365. They will help you out with any business emergency. Cavens Disaster Response Group, they are the best in the Norman, Oklahoma City area, 405-573-3048, or in Tulsa, it is 918-282-7612. We will, uh, I think we're going to visit with Gary a little bit later on. Uh, sometimes he's out training, sometimes he's out on a call. Gary's very much involved in the business, very hands-on himself. So, anyway, good to be with you here on a Thursday. Parker Thune back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studios. How you doing? Well, Steely, that's KREF bowling champion Parker Thune to you. That's what I hear. That's I was listening to the recap with uh, T-Row and TJ this morning, and uh, I was laughing uh, when T-Row said, I think Drake's last four frames were like gutter, Strike, gutter, strike. <laughs> or maybe it was strike, gutter, strike, gutter. Yes, Drake was very boomer bust, especially down the stretch. <laughs> we our, our group finished first, so we got through all ten frames by the time everybody else was on the eighth or ninth, so we just kind of had to sit there and sweat it out. Was very impressed with the consistency across the board for us. Luann picked up some big spares. That Luann awesome. is the lady, Lady Luann. It doesn't surprise me. She's very clutch. Luann will always come through. Did you guys, since you got to sit back and watch the other bowlers, you know, compete for the championship, did you yell like, Noonan, you know, when they were rolling their bowling ball, or what did you do? Oh, man. We we pulled the, uh, and obviously it worked, we pulled the Carlton Fisk on Drake's 10th frame. We waved the ball into the game. Nice. Good and reference too. Ultimately that was that was the difference. I think we won by we won by like four pins over Teddy's team. So Drake under pressure rolled the gutter ball? Yes, Drake crumbled under pressure. Nice. Very nice. Very unfortunate for him. Very fortuitous for us. But uh I had on my squad I had obviously uh the one that who was it that? Oh, it was Toby. Toby was the one that drafted us. Also, props to him. But we had Toby. We had me. We had Mark Desher, who's a sneaky good bowler. Mark's good. Yeah. We had Travis Davidson, and we had Katie Perry, who was clutch as well. And I mm-hmm. think the five of us, uh, Katie, Mark, Toby, Travis, and myself, we all finished within maybe twenty pins of each other, all up in the hundreds. So. It, I, I compared it to the Brady Manic era Sooners, the very latter years of Lon Kruger's tenure. We really didn't have a superstar. We didn't have anybody carrying us, but we got it done. We got contributions from all across the board. There you go. Well, it's all about team, right? And uh, T Row probably happy. He had me last year, and the difference in me and you was like thirty six pins. I went over ten on spares last year. I hadn't bowled in like seven years. 
So, uh, you know, you option me out of the lineup. You bring in Parker Thune, the youngster, and uh, you get a victory. So there you go. All right. Uh, here at Cavens on a Thursday, I want to start with this, and Plank was talking about this a little bit, um, you know, in his next-to-last segment. Jeff Hafley, this news, the Boston College coach. Remember, pretty good, pretty good coach. He had a good year, won a bowl game. Uh, in line to be the defensive coordinator with the Green Bay Packers. And, uh, you know, maybe some implications, ramifications there that could stretch, you know, maybe into like somebody like Jay Belay or somebody, you know, uh, a really good assistant that could move up to another job. But the story with this deal is, and we played the Kirby Smart clip, you know, over over a year ago after they had won their last championship when he was saying, you know, more and more, college coaches and assistants are going to be going to the NFL and the pros because, and this still is an upgrade for Jeff Halfley, but because there's there's hardly any time at all, right, Parker? I mean, we know that recruiting in the NFL, you, you do actually have an offseason. You have some time off as a head coach or an assistant coach. Uh, and these guys, most of these football coaches, they really put in a lot of hours. I mean, it's 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 not a nine to five. They're up there grinding all the time. But at the same time, you know, nowadays with the portal, this stuff never ends. One of the biggest changes that we're seeing, also, you know, we thought about NIL and the portal and whose collective has the most. You know, which kids are looking for money, which kids are looking for culture, all of that stuff. But you know, the incident that stands out to me here locally is clearly the Caden Green situation because we didn't really think about initially when we were looking at this roadmap down the road for college football that, oh, yeah, we forgot. You've also got to recruit your own players that are already on the roster. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy like Caden Green, let's say he's playing for Barry Switzer or Bob Stoops, and he has a great year, and he's potentially your next All-American offensive lineman at OU. You don't think about, well, he's going to leave. Well, in this day and age, we saw exactly what happened. Caden Green, you know, played well in the Texas game. You're thinking, this kid's the real deal, man. He's everything he's hyped up to be and more. Going to be a great old lineman. Boom, he's gone. So what do you think? Do you think we're going to see a big exodus, like Kirk Herbstreit said in his tweets, from guys leaving the college ranks for the NFL? I don't know about a big exodus, but I think what we saw yesterday with Jeff Hafley is going to become more common. And you see it from time to time. You see colleges or you see college coaches make the jump to the professional ranks on occasion. And, you know, it's a conversation we've had in the past, Steely. It gives you mad respect for guys that are able to win at both levels, especially as head coaches, because very few have been able to pull that off. And that's why, uh, especially in recent years, you've seen a lot of college coaches that have made the jump to the NFL and tried their hand in that department end up coming right back to the collegiate ranks, i.e. Chip Kelly being one, Matt Rule being another. But in Jeff Havley's case, I think being the head coach at a place like Boston College, right, a place that is kind of operating with some deficiencies that are baked into the pie some natural Mm -hmm. disadvantages right you know long term can you truly flourish there in the nil era maybe you could have flourished there 20 years ago when there was a bit more of an even playing field in that department but when you know that at a place like boston college uh not only is it going to be tough 
to win and tough to drive fan engagement at face value, but you're also going to have to deal with the constant dark cloud hanging over your program, the concern that if you have somebody that turns out to be an outstanding individual performer, they might just get in the transfer portal and go look for an upgrade as far as uh, the potential to earn more money or the potential to compete for championships. For a guy like Jeff Hafley, going and being an assistant at the NFL level even if it isn't as ballyhooed of a gig, probably offers more stability and less responsibility because you know that ultimately it's not your neck if your NFL program doesn't win, right? Matt LaFleur in Green Bay is always going to be the one who's going to be the most scrutinized. So as long as you're doing your job, and not completely falling on your face. You're going to have a degree of insulation from all of the public criticism. And also, life gets much easier because all you have to do is coordinate the defensive scheme for a roster of 53 players as opposed to constantly being out on the road recruiting and meeting with your players and game planning and managing a staff and overseeing NIL and all of the crap that comes with being a college football coach these days, Steely, it is not for the faint of heart in this era, especially if you're at a place like Boston College where you are not blessed with elite resources. Yeah, and uh, so many times, you know, um, you're thinking about, well, it's our tradition of winning, our our facilities, uh, you know, our fan base how much money we put into our program and you build a great relationship with a kid and you think you've got him and boom, all of a sudden the almighty dollar jumps in and all of a sudden he's gone. And then you're back trying to find somebody else. Uh, look, these college coaches, particularly, you know, at a, a blue blood program like Oklahoma, they make a really good amount of money. They all do. But believe me, they are putting in the hours and it is more stressful, I think, than it's ever been. And uh, we've talked about the the long term. Who's going to what's going to win out? Is it going to be with these kids? Is is it going to be money and me versus trophies and team? And uh, you know, with a lot of these kids right now, it's money and me. And they kind of yeah, it's not that they don't care about the trophies and team, but do they care more about money and me or the trophies and team? And uh, that's going to be a battle that's going to be waged until we get more stability with the portal. Who knows if we will with court cases. I don't know if they would ever come up with a college football collective bargaining agreement or something like that. That would be way down the road, but it's going to be interesting again to see how many of these coaches uh, really want to stick with college football if they get an opportunity in the pros. And will we ever see, you know, a Nick Saban again, a Bear Bryant again, a Bobby Bowden or Joe Paterno, these longtime coaches who won a bunch and stayed, you know, in college football when it was a lot different than it is now. All right, we're here at Cavens Group on a Thursday. We always love being out here. Gary and the crew, they're awesome. They're the best at what they do. 405-573-3048 in the metro area in Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Disaster response is what they do best. They have the most crews and the best trained crews. They give back to the community. They are really, really awesome here at Cavens Group. They are the best. All right, we also want to thank Lasher Home Comfort Systems, another great company. Home Comfort you can trust from Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 
579-3113. I think we need to play uh, 8675309 for Jenny when we get back. What a win for the OU women. We'll talk about that and hit the text line next. We are back here at Cavens Disaster Response Group. Do you have an issue? Business? Little uh, flooding, maybe? Fire damage, storm damage, you need emergency board up after a break-in or maybe another uh, disaster at your business, maybe a, a vehicle, you know, runs into your uh, your business and all of a sudden, wow, I got a half a Cadillac here in my business. That stuff happens, you know. That's what Cavens is all about. They will get you taken care of, 247-365. They are here to help. And, again, they have the best trained crews in the business. They have the most crews in the business Gary, I think, is on a job in Ardmore right now, and uh, they're they're always out trying to help you, and they help out in the community financially, a uh, big part of the Norman and Oklahoma City uh, community. They've done so much, and uh, they've just got a great reputation. Hopefully, you will never need, you know, uh, to uh, to give them a call because you know fire damage, mold, crime scene you know, flooding in your business, whatever it may be. We hope that never happens. But if it does, the numbers that you need are 405-573-3048 in the Norman, Oklahoma City area, 918-282-7612 in Tulsa. Check out their website, cavensgroup.com. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find out more. They do uh, educational videos, and they let you know what's going on Cavens Group is the very best. Jenny Baranchek and the OU women, they are on fire. They have won eight of their last nine. They took down the number two team in the country, Kansas State, at the LNC last night, 66-63 the final. Skyler Van doing usual Skyler Van stuff, 21 points, eight rebounds, three assists. Lexi Keys, 10 points, three of five from three-point range. Oklahoma gets the victory. To go to 14 and 6 overall, 8 and 1 of the conference. And again, they have won 8 of their last 9. Jenny was asked uh, after the game last night, with this win, does it feel like your program has officially arrived? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe you can ask me at the end of the season. Today, I'm just really excited that we finished the fourth quarter strong, you know? I mean, we didn't go into it thinking, oh, my gosh, we have the number two team. Everybody, make sure that you play out of your mind and you've got no pressure and you just believe. And we didn't do any of that. We said, okay, here's what we've got to be able to do. We've got to get better. We've got to keep growing. We have to keep the focus on us. And we literally just left it that simple. So I know you would like a way better answer, but I don't really have one. I don't really have one. I... I mean, again, 40 days ago, I wasn't feeling very good, you know? And so I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to now go to the tip top of a mountain and be like, oh my God, our program's arrived. We got work to do. We get to show up and practice tomorrow, and we got another really big game on Saturday. There you go. Bedlam in Stillwater on Saturday, 4 o'clock on ESPN Plus, and they are playing some outstanding basketball right now. It was a great night. Basketball-wise, the uh, Thunder without uh, J-Dub or Isaiah Joe. Now, Denver didn't have the Joker, Nikola Jokic, but uh, the Thunder gritted out a win without two of their better players and one of their top three players, certainly, 
uh, in Jalen Williams, and they beat Denver 105 to 100, closing out January at 11 and 6. I believe we will hopefully have Brandon Rabar on at 1:35 today. We're going to visit with TJ Eckert at 1 p.m. Oklahoma City tomorrow night hosting Charlotte, and then Sunday hosting Toronto. Those are two teams that are not very good. So you would think that Oklahoma City uh, would be able to put these next two in the win column. All right, Parker Thune, you want to hit the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Can we do it? Let's do it. Sean says, power conference head coaches leaving to be coordinators is an issue, and most Division One schools aren't OU. The vast majority are Boston College. Yeah, that's something that, for which it's easy to lose context. But you, as a Sooner fan, again, I'll say, and it's no knock on any of you, you guys are spoiled. You guys are fans of objectively one of the top five college football programs of all time. There are upwards of 100 FBS programs out there that are not afforded the luxury of such tradition and historic excellence and vast resources that are available at the University of Oklahoma. And so... OU is probably never going to be victimized by something like a or a head coach departing to go be a coordinator in the NFL. But at the lower levels, especially in the group of five, and at those power five jobs that you see guys winning at despite an ostensible lack of resources, yeah, it's going to be something that compels those guys to potentially uproot and make the jump to the professional ranks because, again, you have to worry about far less. You can typically get paid a similar figure, and you're just spared a lot of the scrutiny and the unfair expectations that come with being tasked to win at a program that is not necessarily set up to win in the NIL era. Yeah, and uh, if you're an assistant coach or Brent Venables or whoever, and even at a Blue Blood, you can do a great job – building a relationship with a kid and feel great about it man we've done everything we can do and then you just lose out to the highest bidder you know and we've talked about oklahoma's approach they're they're very involved in the nil we've heard about the crimson and kareem collective and the money they're trying to raise and the sooners are involved in that no doubt but they're also again they're not going to be using the credit card on everybody and uh, then being foreclosed upon later, perhaps. Oklahoma football will never be foreclosed upon. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, there's a balance you have to strike, and uh, we'll see again. So far, we have not seen those who are running up the credit card uh, really succeed yet. There have been some failures there. A&M, Miami, Tennessee could be in some trouble, obviously. But, uh, again, we're so very early in this chapter of college football that we just don't know what the ultimate answer is going to be. By the way, the Jenny Baranchek sound was our Ortho Central clip of the day. Ortho Central, they're in Norman. They're in Midwest City. They're now in the Tri-City area as well, Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. They've got a great reputation, great doctors. They uh, treat orthopedic and sports medicine injuries in their full-service clinics, and they are considered the very best. Okay. 405-651-3439. K-Dub in the 918 says, Most coaches just want a level playing field, which is why I always said Mule Shoe won't ever take a pro job. He went to USC because they'll let him skirt the rules. Oh, you wouldn't? And because of it, he didn't think he'd reach elite status in the SEC. 
Well, Muleshoe had some uh, issues with uh, what's the, what is the department compliance, right? Yes. He uh, he in compliance, I guess. I don't know. Would you say they butted heads some frequently? But we know that uh, that apparently was an issue when he was uh, at Oklahoma. Yeah, and I think that was part of it. Uh, I think that was actually a pretty substantial part of it was the fact that like that was right at the beginning of the NIL era. That was right around the time that we got the, the genesis of what we now know as the crazy world of NIL. And Muleshoe wanted to operate in the gray area, and USC was a program that was going to allow him to do that. And uh, look – End of the day, we're three years into this thing. I don't know long-term which philosophy is going to work and which one isn't. But, again, as we've harped on a zillion times at this point, what we know for now, what the data suggests over the last three seasons, is that teams who go all-in buying players and throwing money around willy-nilly generally don't win. Yeah, and you said uh, who operates in the gray area? You know who likes to operate in the gray area? Eli Drinkwitz? Shysters and liars. Oh, okay. They love the gray area. That's where they're most comfortable. They don't want to be out in the light. They want to be in the gray area. Yes, Eli Drinkwitz, I would say, is a gray area kind of guy. Shyster or liar or both? I would say both. I would say both. We operate on business, Josh. <laughs> That dude. All right. Uh, we're here at Cabin's Group on a Thursday, 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, ladies and gentlemen, is open to you. Want to get one more in? Cherokee Sooner pointed out with regard to the bowling night last night. He tweeted in, hashtag competitive depth. Yep, that's what we had. <laughs> Shout out to Toby for drafting a deep squad because there was no weak link. And, you know, the old adage, Steely, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Our team was pretty dang strong last night. Well, and you got rid of the old guy last night on Toby's team from a year ago. You know, basically the George Blanda of last year's boat. Well, that, that's, not a, that's not a good comparison because George Blanda always came through. George Blanda would not have gone over 10 on spares. All right? So you, they just got rid of the dead weight is what happened. Brought in the young blood. And you're good to go. Poor Drake, though. Ben, the whole match on the line, you know he was thinking of doing the Pete Weber, right? <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. And womp, womp, womp. All right. We got a break right here, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday on the ref here at Cabin's Group. Great to have you with us. Uh, we do have T.J. Eckert at 1. I think I think we may have, hopefully have, Brandon Barr at 135. Haven't heard back officially, but uh, we will see. Good win for uh, the OU ladies last night, taking down K-State. Gritty win for the Thunder over the Denver Nuggets. Basketball was pretty good last night. All right, let's take a timeout, come back to your texts. Drake Stoops, Walter Rouse in action tonight. You can see them on the NFL Network and the Shrine Bowl. We'll talk about that more next. We are back here at Cabin's Group on a Thursday. 
Love being out here at Cabins. They're the best at what they do, and the best casino experience in the metro area is the one and only Riverwind Casino. We'll be there tomorrow. They're up to nearly 3,000 electronic games. They also have the uh, table games you're looking for out there on their newly revamped gaming floor, which looks amazing. They've got a great poker room. You have off-track betting. You've got great promotions. So you've got the best games, promotions, bars and dining, the River Buffet, Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant, a great food court, highly underrated uh, gift shop. You know, if you want to go in and you want to play but you want to smoke a cigar, they've got a nice selection in there. They have Sooner gear in there. They've got everything you're looking for. Uh, and some really nice jewelry, Travis Matthew, golf clothing. They've got a bunch of stuff in the gift shop as well. Out at Riverwind, they have a Skyloft gaming area attached to the hotel upstairs. You have an Oasis gaming area now that's smoke-free. It is big time. Always great promotions. And we have a new show that is out as well in May. Chelsea Handler is now on the schedule in May at the Showplace Theater. We have Air Supply at the Showplace Theater this Saturday night, and then later in February, Scotty McCreary will have a show. In March, Jay Leno, Jim Gaffigan in April, Ryan Bingham, the singing cowboy from Yellowstone, the TV series. Kip Moore, also in April. We now have Chelsea Handler, Friday, May 3rd, on the schedule. And Brantley Gilbert, Friday, May 10th, on the schedule at the Showplace Theater. Uh, tickets available online at riverwind.com. And you can go by, of course, the casino box office right there, right there in front of the Showplace Theater. 405-651-3439. Would you say that Drake Stoops would be Parker Thune? Maybe one of the uh, top ten, like, respected Sooners of all time? With the fan base, would he be that high? Of all time, Steely, I haven't been I haven't been around long enough to make that judgment. That's a and question you, I think you are qualified to answer. Well, not you know, me. when we talk about respected guys who you know just gritted it out and made a spot for themselves, and then started making plays, and then became a favorite with the fan base. We know Baker's story going from walk on to the Heisman Trophy. We know Jason White with the two knee surgeries and coming back and winning the Heisman. Uh, they were, you know, more talented than Drake. And don't get me wrong, Drake has some talent about him. He's got a great work ethic and a great attitude. In fact, why don't we play that Drake Stoops clip? We named this the uh, soundbite of the year. This was after uh, the Sooners had lost a couple games and, you know, well, is there anything left to play for? And Drake Stoops answered this about as well as that question could be answered. And here's how it sounded. There's a lot to play for this season, right? Of course. You know, people want to act like there isn't. You know, you see it a lot. Who's people? The fans. Overreactionary. All right. Well, that, yeah, that's I natural. Just, but yeah. I come in here day in and day out. Spend 10 hours up here every day. And for me, there's a lot left to play for. And I bust my tail year-round for this for six years now. So... I'm not really listening to what people say. I don't care if we're 0-8 right now. I'm playing ball because I love to play football. I love my teammates. I love my coaches. I love the University of Oklahoma. It's really that simple. I got a lot of pride for this place, so I'm going to go hard every single day and do everything I possibly can to see us win, and and that's the end of it. There you go. That is one of my favorite sound bites of all time right there. Like I said, if you talk about that's an 11, that, that one goes to 11 on the 10 scale. Uh, and, 
you know, with the stoops, calls every time he catches the ball, uh, with, you know, the legacy that Bob already laid down at OU, resurrecting the program. Then you have Drake come along and, you know, just you saw him became him become more of a factor with every season. And he had an outstanding career at OU. And he'll be playing in the East-West Shrine Bowl tonight in Frisco, Texas, 7 o'clock on the NFL Network with Walter Rouse. And speaking of interviews, the one that he did uh, with, uh, with the NFL Network uh, was unbelievable, too. And Walter Rouse, you were around, Parker, and talked to him many times. Super smart guy. Obviously, they don't just let you into Stanford. but And he also talked about, man, if I had to do it all over again, it would be Oklahoma, uh, ranted and raved about the culture at OU. So uh, it'll be interesting to see these guys in action tonight. Yeah, by the way, the text line is asking, have you have you been apprised of the Mark Andrews story, Steely? Have you seen that circulating on I social media today? Okay, so I'm going to read you a three-tweet thread from a fellow named Andrew Springs, who is from Baltimore. Okay. A woman on my Southwest flight from Baltimore to Phoenix this morning, had a mid-flight medical emergency. The doctor and nurse attending to her couldn't find a strong pulse. Her blood pressure was extremely low, and she required oxygen to breathe. It was genuinely scary. A man in the aisle seat popped up and said, Could it be her blood sugar? I have a diabetic testing kit. It was Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. Wow. Andrews instructed the medical professionals, equal citizen heroes in this story, on using his test kit. Eventually, her heart rate stabilized. Paramedics met the flight as soon as we landed. Andrews deplaned quietly, no fanfare. As he has done his whole career, he stepped up in a huge moment when people needed him most. Watching complete strangers spring into action to help save someone's life is truly amazing. And by the way, back backstory for those who aren't aware, Mark Andrews is a type 1 diabetic. So that is why he had the kit with him, and that is why uh, that potential diagnosis sprung to mind for him so quickly. Wow, that's that's a great story. Glad there's a happy ending with it, obviously. But, you know, that's, uh, that sounds like Mark Andrews. He's always, you know, he has been a tremendous tight end uh, in the NFL. He's been Lamar Jackson's go-to guy, right? And, uh, you know, he was injured, finally came back in the championship game. The Ravens, you know, obviously didn't get past Kansas City, but he's been pro bowler many times over in the National Football League. And yet I still feel like Mark Andrews is somewhat underrated, don't you? Eh, yes. A little bit? I, maybe so, although, like, he has had the injury struggles. He had, You know, he's not... He hasn't necessarily been a Bruce Matthews type of guy where week in, week out, you can pencil him into the lineup. He has had some ailments over the years, and maybe that affects the perception a little bit. But I also think that because of the greatness of Travis Kelsey, we've kind of lost appreciation for pretty much every other top-tier tight end in the game, and Mark Andrews is certainly a victim of that you know you think back to like the mid-2000s right you had Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates at the top of their game they were far from the only tight ends in the NFL that were playing and contributing at an elite level but you tend to forget names like Algie Crumpler right or Christian Foria because or Benjamin Watson because you just remember oh mid-2000s the tight ends that 
everybody knew and appreciated and watched and respected were Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates. So I think because Travis Kelsey has become such a cultural icon, especially now that he's dating Taylor Swift, he's the tight end that people know. And generally, the casual fan doesn't dig too far beyond that and doesn't give a guy like Mark Andrews the respect that he probably commands. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he was great at Oklahoma. You know, his most famous play was the Cotton Bowl catch from Baker and all those great photographs, including one from our very own Mark Desher, OU photo guy, where the uh, the, the birds were, were singing <laughs> there with the Texas fans as Mark Andrews is happily striding into the end zone uh, after Texas had gotten the lead. But, uh, you know, you look at him. He uh, he won a John Mackey Award in the NFL. He's been a uh, Pro Bowler, I believe, three times. He's been a first-team All-Pro selection. Mark Andrews is tracking towards a gold coat, don't you think? I mean, he's got to put a little more, a, a longer resume out there. Yeah, but... I, think, I think for a tight end especially, he's he's got a long way to go. If he can sustain the level of production that he has enjoyed – through the first six years of his NFL career for another six years, then sure. Uh, I, I think for him that, that conversation is a little bit premature, but undeniably he's one of the best in the league right now at his position. I wonder whether as far as the gold coat thing is concerned, if playing in the same era as Travis Kelsey ends up having an adverse effect in that regard as well. Yeah, the main thing, again, uh, he's got to stay healthy. And if he can do it five more years or so at this level, then I think he's got a really good case. But uh, he's he's kind of on the right path. Um, you know. But, again, type 1 diabetic, he's dealt with that his whole life. He was great at OU. He's been great with the Ravens. And that's a, that's a good story to hear the way that uh, situation, um, you know, was dealt with. And Mark Andrews clearly was, <laughs> was the difference. Perhaps, who knows how that situation could have turned out. All right, here at Cavens Group, speaking of emergencies, they are the best. You have an emergency, fire damage uh, to your business. You need to get back in business as quickly as you can. If you've got a mold issue that affects the environment in your business, your customers and your employees, crime scene maybe needs to be cleaned up, you can open your business back up as quickly as possible by dealing with the very best Cavens Disaster Response Group locally in Oklahoma City, 405-573-3048. They're huge in Oklahoma City and uh, around the state, multi-state area, actually. Tulsa, 918-282-7612. They have given back a ton of money to the Norman community. They sponsor everything, and uh, they're they're really the best in the business. Um and, again, we hope you never need Cavens, but if you do need a, uh, a uh, disaster response group to come out and get you back in business after a catastrophe, Cavens is the one you need to know about. All right, let's break right here. Let's get back to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Did anybody get video of Drake's last gutter ball? Do we know? I did not. I don't know if anyone did. We need to get that with one shining moment and uh, tweet it out. Can we do that? Drake, I, I really do love you, guy. You know that. But I think we should do that. We'll be right back here on The Ref. Here at Cabin's Group, what do they do? They do disaster response. 
They also do testing for mold, fire, water, and meth, emergency services, water, crime scene, mold, fire, structural, and board up. And they serve all of the state of Oklahoma and some surrounding areas as well. And if you have to place a call to Cabins, 405-573-3048, or in the Tulsa area, 918-282-7612, you are going to get a live human being. It won't be, hey, it's Cabins Group, we'll call you back later. You know, it's going to be a real human. And they are going to get to you faster than anybody else. And they have the best trained crews as well. There are a few national brands out there that do this kind of stuff, but where do you think the money they make goes? Not going back into the community like the money here from Cavens Group. They do very well because they have a great reputation. They're good people. They're professional. They're highly trained and motivated. Uh, and Gary and the folks here at Cavens Group are the best. 405-651-3439. Brandon Rabar got to pick up basketball game today. I said, dude, don't take five, you know, ten minutes out of your pickup basketball game. Play your basketball game, and then we will have you on tomorrow during the noon hour. He said, okay, good. But we will have T.J. Eckert on the uh, Riverwind Casino hotline coming up a little after one today to talk all things sports. All right, 405-651-3439. To the text line we go. Uh and I was going to read this text, and I can't. I can't really understand it. Oh, I, I, okay. I think this is what the text is trying to say. Where would Drake Stoops rank on a list of the all-time college coaches' kids playing college football? Oh wow, that's a good question, man. I, I've got to think, and have to probably Google up college coaches' kids who played football, right? Uh, I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head. And, golly, the first one I'm thinking of is J.K. McKay at USC for John McKay back in the day. Uh, You know, who else? There's got to be a bunch of them that are out there. But that's a really good question. That's an excellent question. Parker Thune is a young whippersnapper. His brain, although highly advanced, is not... An old enough brain to answer that question. Yeah, but I like that question a lot. I like that question a lot, and I'm sure the text line can help us out. J.P. Sooner says, had a beer with Mark Andrews at Logie's back in the day. So humble. Top five Sooner for me. He was was a heck of a player. Scottsdale, Arizona, if I remember right. I know it was Arizona, but... uh... You know, there aren't a ton of... Well, the Sooners got Spencer Rattler, too, right? Didn't quite work out the way they expected, but he won a Big 12 championship. Jason from Garland, Texas, says Bud Wilkinson's son Jay was very good. Didn't he play at Duke? That Jay? I don't know. I am way call. too young. I think that uh, Jay played at Duke, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, yeah, that's a good call. My old man brain is not processing this very well yet, but I'm almost positive that Jay played at Duke. A 405 listener asks, do Dion's kids count? Well, yeah, I guess they're still playing, but yeah. Shadur, uh, do you like, uh, and I know, you know, got a couple there, but Shadur is the one, you know, you're looking at. I wonder if there'll be many more watch celebrations with Shadur. What do you think? 
I'm sure they'll have a new cel- a new trendy celebration next season. I'm sure they'll leave the watch one in 2023. By the way, a photo of Mule Shoe just came across my Twitter timeline, Steely. Holy cow. This man has aged 10 years since really? leaving Oklahoma. Wow. Uh, yeah. Have you seen any fo- like he looks older than you do, Steely. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. You look like more of a spring chicken than Mule Shoe does at this Send point. Send me that picture, can you? Yeah, or for sure. where did you if you found it, uh, direct me where I need to check it out. So anyway. Uh man, I know there are a bunch of uh coaches' sons who played that uh and that's a really good question. Where would Drake Stoops rate with the all time great coaches' sons who played the college game? Uh somebody verified Jay Wilkinson Duke, but my brain is telling me Duke. Um, anyway, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I think we have time maybe for one more. Uh, a 405 listener does confirm Jay Wilkinson did go to Duke. Okay, thank Ms. you. Ms. R. in Norman says, Steve Spurrier Jr.? Did Spurrier Jr.? I'm sure he probably did play, right? But And he was on the OU staff. He's at Tulsa now, by the way. But... Um, that's one we could look at. Um, there've got to be. I can't believe the first place my brain went was J.K. McKay. It's so weird how that. Um, anyway, I, the t- look, we've got an army out there, the ref army, that they will have a lot of answers for us. I'm sure. We've got T.J. Eckert coming up. Also, I want to think. Of, I want you to think about this next hour. Your favorites. You get to pick one from Bud. One from Barry, one from Bob, and one from Brent for next hour. You get to pick your favorite from Bud, Barry, Bob, and Brent. We'll do that next hour as well. Keep it here on the ref. Soon we'll have three men when we add T.J. Eckert. We are here, ladies and gentlemen, as we are each and every Thursday at Cabin's Disaster Response Group. Gary, the crew out here, they are awesome. Duke, the Wonder Dog, is back this week, currently napping while listening to the show, like some of you may be doing as well. But if you have issues, water flooding your business, maybe fire damage that needs to be cleaned up fast so you get back in business, that's the most important thing. Mold affecting the environment, maybe for your customers and your employees in your business. Emergency board up after a break-in. Cavens is here. 24-7, 365. They are always available with the best crews in the state, the most highly trained, and they have the most crews. They can get to you faster, and they also have, again, the most highly trained crews in the area. 405 Five seven three thirty forty eight in the uh, Norman Oklahoma City area up in Tulsa nine one eight two eight two seven six one two. That's where we're going right now to Tulsa with our man T.J. Eckert joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. T.J., we've got Drake Stoops in action tonight in the uh, East West Shrine Bowl in Frisco, Texas. Walter Rouse also representing OU. What do you think about where Drake Stoops rates? Uh, with Sooner fans in terms of popularity and just respect for the career he had? Man, dude, I, I mean, you, I got to think up there at the very top, right? I mean, if he, if, 
if he played quarterback, he'd probably be up there with Baker Mayfield in terms of like the love that the fan base would give him just because of, like you said, just the resiliency that he had, being a walk-on, obviously the Stoops name. But let's just start there. That carries a lot of weight. But the way he played, the way he kind of stuck things out isn't the right way to put it, but the way he kind of just persevered through, you know, depth chart and got better and improved every year, became a leader on that team in that locker room. I, I just I, I feel like he, he he's probably his name and the way he played and how he played carries a lot of weight for Sooner fans. And I'm glad he's, you know, had a pretty good week down there uh, in, in the practice prep. I think he's I think he's turned some heads from from some scouts and rightfully so, man. I, mean, I know he's small, but the dude can run some routes. He knows how to get open and tough as nails so yeah I think he rates pretty high in the Sooner fan base TJ Porter Moser and the Sooners now 16 and 5 after a hard-fought road victory up at Bramlage Coliseum and we'll talk about them in just a second but obviously with you being up in Tulsa I feel like you're one of the few people that can offer some legitimate insight into a poke question that I have and my question is this I get that the Big 12 is a tough basketball league but even so how have things turned so sour so quickly for Mike Boynton up there? You know, it, it feels like it's been a, not a yearly thing, but almost, that he, he brings in some pretty good recruits. He's a great recruiter. Uh, he's very well-liked among, among the fan base in terms of the fact that he shows up to all the other sporting events. He's very personable with the fans. Uh, he, he had, a, I don't know if he still does, but he taught a class for a while there about coming out and supporting and, you know, student chants and all those things. But after a while, if you're not winning, it's just, you know, it's a business still. So I'm not sure what, if you could really point your finger at one thing in particular. In, t- in years past, his teams have hung their hat on the defensive end. They played really good defense. This year, they have not been able to find a way to do that. And so I think that's probably where you start, is that this team doesn't really have an identity right now. They're young and still trying to figure it out. But, man, I, I root for him because he's a great guy. He's always been great with the media. Uh, but you got to start winning ball games, and it's unfortunate that, that they aren't. And really, other than beating West Virginia, haven't been overly competitive. They've had a couple nice, uh, you know, nice losses. They played well in a couple losses, uh, Kansas State and TCU. But... I don't know. I, I, my thing is, I think it starts with the identity. They just don't have one this year, which is kind of rare for a team that he coaches. Yeah, and, and there's thought, you know, can they afford the buyout with Mike Boynton? So we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out. But it certainly has not been a good year for the Cowboys at all. We know that. All right, what about uh, the Sooners' win in Manhattan? It was an ugly game, but it was a beautiful win for OU too, right? Is it the ugliest 20-point win we've ever seen? It ranks <laughs> Maybe. up there, right? It might be. Um, yeah, it was – and part of – a lot of the blame probably goes on the officiating. The Big 12 has been so tough, so physical. They've let a lot of stuff go all season long, and then it was as if this crew got together and said, you know what, we're not doing that this this, this time. And, and so they called everything. So there was no game flow. Uh, it was really choppy. And then the fact that, you know, for the most part, the Sooners were okay at the free throw line. But Sam Godwin and Otega Owe – really struggled at the stripe and they took a bunch of free throws and so that really hurt um and so that was frustrating to watch but uh, you know at this point with how tough the big 12 is night in and night out you take anyone you can get on the road if they play ugly and win in orlando on saturday i you, you 
jump up and down, you're happy about that, especially coming off back-to-back home losses in this conference. So it was ugly. It probably wasn't the most fun thing to watch on TV, but uh, they still count on the same in the win column, I think. Yeah, TJ, and looking ahead for Oklahoma, I mean, they're in good shape right now as far as their NCAA mm-hmm. tournament prospects are concerned. Uh, win, or lo- win or lose on Saturday, they're probably going to be in the AP Top 25 nonetheless next week. Uh, they they have lost a couple of their marquee games against the likes of Kansas and North Carolina, but still, this is all in all a pretty impressive resume. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you this. What do you think the Sooners are capable of, not in the NCAA tournament, but in the Big 12 tournament? Because as we've seen in years past, that can usually be a pretty good indicator, especially when the league is this deep, of just how capable a team is of making a deep NCAA tournament run. Sure, yeah. And honestly, Parker, you think back to some of these Big 12 teams in years past, the ones who are able to play well in the conference tournament have, Mm. you said it made that run in the NCAA tournament. And then there's a flip side that the teams who play well in the regular season, they're exhausted by the time they get to the NCAA tournament. Think back to like Iowa State, I think Baylor one year as well, had great regular seasons, and then they just got exhausted from the Big 12 itself and then struggled in the Big 12 tournament and then get knocked out early in the NCAA. So uh, just a quick note on that. For, for the Sooners, it's interesting because typically they play good enough defense to keep them in a number of games. And I, so I think February is going to be important because if they can get that defensive identity back, I thought they did in Manhattan uh, earlier in the week, if they can kind of continue that through February and, and continue like an upward trajectory there, and then you get J.V. McCollum playing with that same swag that he had at the beginning of the season. Uh, I heard Porter Moser mention that in the pregame. Have him have more fun. The swag and, and the, uh, the, the, the joy he played with on the offensive end in non-conference. If he can get that back, I mean, they, they can beat anybody. And being in a neutral site, that helps too. You're not having to play in front of a home crowd unless you're playing Kansas because you're playing in Kansas City. So that, that's a tough, tough ask. And Iowa State too. But – you have a chance to, to kind of make a little run here. It'll probably depend on the matchups. You know, I, I don't think Kansas is a great matchup for the Sooners, so if you can avoid them until later in the tournament, that might help. Uh, but they're absolutely capable uh, of making a nice little run in Kansas City. And to your point, if you do that, that only builds your confidence going into the NCAA tournament. All right, TJ, uh, how great is it to have meaningful Oklahoma City Thunder basketball back. The trade mm-hmm. deadline, we're a week away. We'll see if Oklahoma City does anything. But how much fun has it been to, you know, and I think we all kind of watched through the last couple of years and, and, and still try to pay attention. But, man, people are living and dying with this Thunder team now every night. Again. Again, right. That's, that's the main thing is we're back to having fun, you know, watching slash covering this team. It's it's been really enjoyable. The, the most fun about it, Steely, is that it's these guys, this team, they're having fun doing it. And I think that's, that's cool, too. It, it's not like it's a it's, – they're not – it doesn't feel like they're dragging through the season. But they're genuinely enjoying being around each other. The, the postgame, uh, not press conference, but walk-off interview last night with Chet. He had – you know, he had uh, Jalen Williams was standing there. J-Dub was standing there. He had uh, – Kendrick Williams was there, too. They are all – kind of hanging out and enjoying the post-game interview there on the floor. Like, that that stuff's cool. You love seeing the guys enjoying themselves. Not sure what the ceiling is for the team this year. I mean, clearly they've, they've been at first in the Western Conference 
at the halfway point of the season. So there's an argument that they're one of the best two, three teams in the league. I don't know how that'll translate once, you know, this back stretch of the season comes and then the postseason comes. I'm not sure where they fit in, but it's still fun to even have the conversation about them potentially being a threat once the postseason rolls around. So it's a lot of fun. I hope they're able to keep that core together. It's going to get expensive, I'm sure, here in the next couple of years, but uh, for now we need to enjoy it. One last football question for you, TJ. The Sooners obviously earlier in the week pick up a commitment from Washington transfer Garen Hatchett, the last portal edition of this winter window, and – the Sooners have now effectively retooled and revamped their entire offensive line heading into 2024. They needed to replace all five starters. And while it's yet unclear who those starters will be for Oklahoma in 2024, undeniably they have options and plenty of them. So how would you rate, how would you grade what Oklahoma did in the portal as far as offensive line is concerned? Yeah, they needed to do it, Parker, and they did it. I think that was something we talked about kind of early on in this portal season is, you know, how do you how do you build back that offensive line? Obviously, the recruiting aspect is going to be there, and you, you, you have to trust who you've already brought in in that roster, in that locker room, to, to be there and kind of help you out in this little transition phase. But we've seen them do it on the defensive side of the ball in terms of getting those plug and play guys right away, filling those immediate needs with guys who have experience at the highest level already. And there's no reason that you can't do that uh, on the offensive line as well. And so I thought, I think Bill Beanbow did a great job in the portal, grabbing the guys that he needed at positions of need uh, going into this season. And that's, it'll still be a concern because it'll be the first time all of these guys have played together, but uh, you know, they kind of had the similar issue at the beginning of the season this year, right, with a bunch of not necessarily new faces, but new faces and new places, I guess, if you will. So it'll be interesting to see how they all mesh together, but I think you feel a little better about where they're at, especially up front, because they're bringing in a handful of guys that have that experience. And then if you're going to have any coach try and put them all together and put the right pieces where they need to go, I think you, you feel confident in Bill Beatonbow being that guy. And it's great to see, by the way, Senior Bowl, Shrine Bowl, all of those, the offensive linemen from OU that are participating in those games have apparently gotten really high marks um, from the scouts that are there. So I think that just goes to show that they're, they are having to replace some really good talent up front. Good stuff, TJ. Great talking with you again, and we will do it again soon. Appreciate you. You bet. Thanks, guys. Enjoy Pebble Beach this week. Yes, we we got uh, we got a little exciting golf this weekend. That'll be nice. T.J. Eckert, sports director, KTUL TV in Tulsa. Break time. We're here at Cavens Group. Cavens, the best of what they do. Disaster response. We don't wish a disaster upon anybody, but if you have fire damage, water flooding your business, mold affecting your business, any kind of an issue, Cavens, they are the Michael Jordan of disaster response groups 405-573-3048 norman oklahoma city 918-282-7612 in tulsa be right back we'll head to the text line next we are back here at cabin's group great to have you with us on this thursday tomorrow back out at another great place the one the only riverwind casino on a friday and uh, we're always uh, Excited to be out there. They've got great promotions happening in the month of February. The 80K Leap Into Love drawings on Friday nights. Play with your wild card. 
And if you can play on Monday and Tuesday, you get all those extra entries, five times the normal entries. But get out there on Friday nights for the drawings. Have a great meal at the River Buffet or Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant or maybe just the food court. And then hopefully you hear your name called and collect your share of that 80K in cash and bonus play in the Leap Into Love promotion, the Saturday promotion. And we're talking about Saturday, February 10th and Saturday, February 24th. They will have drawings in the 60K Cupid's Mad Dash promotion as well. So get on out there on Fridays and Saturdays. There's always something happening at Riverwind. We have a a show at the Showplace Theater coming up. If you like Yacht Rock, and I do, Shay and I were very disappointed, and we don't listen to a lot of satellite radio. But if you're if you were go we were going on you know trips or something, we would we agreed that we really like the Yacht Rock channel, and then they take it away, of course, after we get into you know colder weather. But uh, Air Supply, one of the giants of Yacht Rock, Saturday night coming up at the Showplace Theater. Later in February on the 23rd, on a Friday, Scotty McCreary. Uh, in March, we've got two really good comedians, Jay Leno, Friday, March 15th. Jim Gaffigan on a Saturday night, March 23rd. In April, if you've watched Yellowstone, you've seen the singing cowboy, Ryan Bingham. He will be on the Showplace Theater stage Friday night, April 19th. Kip Moore on a Saturday night, the next night, April 20th. They just announced a new show for May, Friday, May 3rd. Chelsea Handler will be at the Showplace Theater. That's Friday, May 3rd. That's a new show they just released a couple days ago. And we also have Brantley Gilbert coming in May on Friday night, May 10th. Always something happening at the one and only Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Okay, 405-651-3439. That is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's do it, Parker Thune. Brad says, Bud, too young to see his great teams, but my dad always talks about Tommy McDonald. Barry, Jamel Holloway, Bob, Baker Mayfield, Brent, Billy Bowman. You know, it's interesting. Uh, my dad, worship, I mean, he was, a, as you might imagine, number one, best dad ever, but number two, a Sooner fanatic, and he worshipped the ground that Bud Wilkinson walk, uh, walked on, and he, you know, he just loved Sooner football. But uh, I didn't get to see Bud's teams, even though I'm, a re- I'm really well up in the olds category. But I'm going with Tommy McDonald as well from Bud's era with Barry era, you guys know. Silver Shoes Joe Washington, for me, from the uh, Bob Stoops era, there's so many great choices, but I'm going to go with Roy Williams. We asked you to pick your favorite from Bud, Barry, Bob, and Brent. And from Brent, I'm going to go with Danny Stutzman. So for me, again, Tommy McDonald. And I think what sealed it was the chest bump in the uh, celebration when he went into the Pro Football Hall of Fame with Anthony Munoz. And uh, so, again, Tommy McDonald, Joe Washington, Roy Williams, Danny Stutzman for me. 405-651-3439. Let's do it. In reverse order, this is from a 405 listener. Brent Stutzman, Bob, Sammy B., Barry, Joe Washington, Bud, easily an iced mug of light on a hot day. There you go. All right. 
39 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I imagine they're pouring in, aren't they? Michael from Missouri says, Steely, they brought back Yacht Rock Channel full-time now. It's 311 on Sirius XM. What? Really? Shay, if you're listening, Channel 311. I know she's working in her office right now. She might be listening. Yacht Rock's on 311. All right. Good to know. Thank you very much. Chris in Tulsa says, Steely may be old, but he ain't ancient. Still rolling strong. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I try my best. A 405 listener says, just think, if Drake Stoops hadn't been mauled in the end zone versus the Pokes and had caught that touchdown in play, he would have solidified his place in history if he didn't already. Yeah, that would have only added to the uh, the, the legend of Drake Stoops. By the way, tonight, 7 o'clock on the NFL Network, East-West Shrine Game from Frisco, Texas. You get Drake and Walter Rouse. This weekend, that'll be on the NFL Network again tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, Senior Bowl Saturday, Mobile, Alabama. Uh, Tyler Guyton and Andrew Rain there representing OU. That'll be a Saturday noon telecast on the uh, NFL Network. Tommy McDonald was the little Joe of the 50s, says Big Rich in OKC. Could do it all. Run, pass, etc. Wasn't Tommy McDonald from, like, New Mexico? Yeah, yeah, he was. Roy, New I, Mexico. My, I, I can't remember if it was Albuquerque. Landry Jones was Artesia, New Mexico, right? I think. But, yeah, he was – I'd have to go ahead and Google him up. But And uh, he made some all-pro teams, of course, in the NFL, obviously, because he got a gold coat. So, uh, Tommy McDonald, a character, too. So, I I would think there are a lot of Bud Era fans, you know, if, if they're still around out there, they probably would say Tommy McDonald. K.A. and B.A. says Bud, Jimmy Harris, Barry, okay. Steve Davis, Bob, A.D., Brent, Drake Stoops. Yeah, and you know what? Drake Stoops, uh, you can go back. Uh, we, we, You know, di- Mule Shoe has been discontinued and will be removed <laughs> from Sooner Record Books. By the way, I did see your picture. Man, that, that he's aging in dog years. You know why? Because he knows the lies come back to you. You can't, you, you can't. Handle it. Probably made some mistakes. I had to do all over again. Yeah, but you were. It was very slimy. And when you are very slimy, the aging gods make you age in dog years. And I don't know if that trend can be reversed. Sean from Mule Shoe will be looking like Andy Rooney from Sixty Minutes in about (laughs) three years. I think it also probably has to do with living in California. High stress, Mm -hmm. low air quality. Traffic. Well, we've got narcissists everywhere now with social media, but it used to be that the vast majority of them were out in L.A. Sean from Bixby says, I didn't hear all of the question. Bud McDonald, Barry, Billy Sims, Bob A.D., Brent Drake Stoops. There you go. Yeah, I would say it'd be between Danny Stutzman and Drake Stoops. And you know what? I, now that I think of it, I'm splitting that vote. Danny Stutzman slash Drake Stoops. Tulsa Boomer says Bud, Tommy McDonald, Barry, the boss, Bob, Roy Williams, Brent, Danny Stutzman. There you go. 
Yeah, the buys uh, would get a lot of votes. We, You know, we had talked about this before, but the buys in the NIL era, oh. uh, I don't know if there's any other player in the history of college football that would have benefited as much as Brian Bosworth would have from NIL if they had it back then. Um who were some? Who is there? Anybody who? Deion Sanders at Florida State was super flashy and, you know, a highlight real guy. But I don't know. Is there anybody in Boz's ballpark just in terms of a personality yeah. and a great player? Probably not. Probably not in the personality department. And the thing is, Boz, this was all marketing, and you know. He didn't need anybody to market for him. He marketed himself, just like when they played that game in Denver and they had those T-shirts for sale that were all printed by Brian Bosworth's company that all the Broncos fans purchased. So, Bos, man, I'm telling you, his NIL money would have been, his NIL valuation would have been through the roof. All right, we have time for one more. Actually, we need to hit a break right well, now. Why don't we do that? How about Go this ahead. for the final text? A listener in the 405 says, all those black SUVs driving around will aid you in a hurry. There, That's right. Yeah, you never know. You never know. All right, 405-651-3439. You know, we, I, I don't think we got unless, you know, they got buried in the uh, on the text line, but uh, we haven't heard where does Drake Stoops rate with the greatest – you know, sons of uh, college football coaches. The only one I could think of was J.K. McKay, who was like an All-American at USC, even though he played it with Lynn Swan and uh, played with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. His dad, of course, went to Tampa Bay uh, back when it was Creamsicle City there. You know, what do you think about your team's execution? I'm all for it, John McKay. Uh, but there's there's got to be some more prominent ones out there. All right. Let's uh, let's get back to the text line when we get back. Also, interesting stuff we'll talk about. Uh, Sooner softball, we're a week away, right? Patty Gasso was asked how much longer she thinks she'll be coaching. We'll have that response when we get back, too, right here on The Ref. Back here at Cavens Group, Headed back to the text line here in a minute, right before we uh, hear the soundbite from uh, Patty Gasso. The refs transfer portal updates brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction. You can call them up, take advantage of Brent Swift's 25 years of roofing, remodeling, and construction experience. He'll personally come out, look at your roof or home or both. And, uh, again, great reputation. BrentSwift.com, and the phone number 405-831-8222. You think uh, we're waiting for the spring portal and that the first portal is done for Oklahoma, right? I do. Okay. Uh, Is there any way, are you looking at any position group that you think, maybe something could happen in the spring here at this position? I mean... I would still say offensive line, certainly, and maybe defensive tackle as well. I think Oklahoma's good everywhere else, though. Okay. 
And in terms of the recruiting updates, the Blaylock kid, I know you feel really good about the running back from Texas uh, coming to Oklahoma. What do you expect to be the next big news for OU? Would it be Blaylock on the, in terms of the 2025 class? Say that's probably yeah, that's what the safe money is. Probably either Blaylock or Kobe Sellers. Those would be the two I'm looking at as far as potentially next up. And we'll see how we'll see what happens this weekend at the junior day, though, because you got several offer guys coming to town, and who knows, man? Maybe somebody has a good enough visit this weekend that they just decide, you know what, I'm going public, I'm shutting it down. So yeah, I would say Blaylock or uh Kobe Sellers for now. But that's pending what happens slash doesn't happen at this weekend's junior day. What about uh, Peter Sellers, the uh, the inspector, the kid they call the Pink Panther? Straight over my head, Steely. Okay, straight over my head. Be looking in his high school teammate Cato, a kid named Cato, K A T O. Uh, Look in that direction, see if you can find anything out. All right, uh, so Sooner Softball, we're about a week away, right? Going to Puerto Vallarta. And again, it looks like Love's Field is going to be good to go. The best new college softball park in the country uh, as they open up right there, you know, in March, early March. Patty Gasso, the queen of the University of Oklahoma, and... uh, you know, looking for another national championship with a squad that's ranked number one by everybody, loaded up again. You know, you lose some players, obviously, from a year ago. I still think Grace Lyons is going to be really hard to replace. Obviously, Jordy Ball's at Nebraska. Alex Sirocco isn't around anymore. But, you know, they did well in the portal, and they had the number one recruiting class in the country. All right. Recently on the Softball America podcast with Tara Henry, Tara Henry asked Patty Gasso this question. Which question did she ask her? That was about how much longer she thinks that she is going to coach. How many years do you think you have left? Do you know? Do you have a plan? Um, when is when do you think you'll know? Do you think there's going to be something that clicks or um, thought about it? Yes, kind <laughs> of. But I do know if you think about it too much, then it affects your job. So I don't because I really do love what I'm doing and I love who I'm doing it with. I'm doing it with, you know, great coaches and former athletes and my son. And so it's just been wonderful. And I feel like I'm a smarter coach and I feel like I've got good energy and I feel like I'm in tune with what's going on. Um, I think I'm the best version of the coach that I've ever been now because I've learned a lot. You know, we always thought, well, Patty's going to make it at least to Love's Field and uh, and coach a year, but it I don't know. It sounds like it may be longer than that. I hope so. Here's uh, an edict for Joe Harris, the uh, the sooner the president of the University of Oklahoma. All right, there are uh, there are two people right now that when you get when they come into your office and say, "I'm done, I'm retiring," you can't allow them to retire. All right. <laughs> One is Patty Gasso. Two is Joe Castiglione. You might throw K.J. Kindler in there as well. But you say, Joe, Patty, K.J., yeah, Mark Williams too. He's one a bunch. I'm sorry, but we can't allow you to go. You're going to have to stay. And then if they say they want to leave, you call security. Security! Go get Gasso! You know, 
because they just can't leave. They're too important to the university. You think they could, uh, Joe Harris could pull that off? My question is, do you really want to get in that type of spat with Patty Gasso? <laughs> I mean, that will be a very difficult day. I mean, I saw Sooner fans cry when Barry, by God, Switzer had to resign, and they still curse the name of David Swank. Who? He was the guy who, well, just look up David Swank. He was the guy that basically forced Barry Switzer out of there. And there were some issues, but and I still remember that. That was a horrible, horrible day for Sooner fans. But uh, Patty Gasso, I mean, she's got – I mean, if she wants to keep coaching, she can have like 25 national titles because they're going to win every single year. Might have to clone her at some point. Yeah, there you go. See, I'm all for Coach – for uh, great coaches cloning, that'd be a great service to have, GCC, great coaches cloning. If you have a great coach, you don't want them to retire, come to great coaches cloning. We'll take care of it right here. I mean, some brilliant scientist would, not me, but I'd be the salesperson. So, anyway, it'll be uh, – but, no, Patty is unbelievable. And, uh, you know, it feels really good right now if you're a sports fan out there. Sooner football, you know, 10-win season, Brent – much better in year two. OU basketballs having a uh, really good season, you know, particularly after Porter's first two years were not good. And uh, Thunder basketball, the rebuild, uh, you know, they've been rebuilt. They're moving in the right direction. Uh, trade deadline's a week away. Then you can slide straight into, you know, OU softball, uh, you know, and uh, Skip Johnson of the baseball program doing very well as well. So it's a, it's a good time, again, to be a sports fan uh, locally. So there you go. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Chris in Tulsa says, if Queen Patty Gasso wins another ring, how close are we getting to considering her in the discussion of greatest college coaches of all time? It would make eight titles for Patty. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty close to me. Who was the uh, track and field coach at Arkansas that won, like, a bunch of titles. You have to go ahead and Google that. Yeah, uh, yeah you're asking the wrong person yeah. because not only Somebody am I Google young, it. but also I pay zero attention to track and field. Yeah, and uh, but, yeah, she's got to be in the discussion, right? Got to be in. She's tied with Nick Saban now. Jay in Tulsa says, Great Coaches Cloning sounds like the name of a bad 90s emo band. <laughs> or like a Tubi movie or something, right? Ugh. Uh, 580 listener says, I just listened to Parker's podcast comments on David Stone. Do you believe David Stone will demand a double team on every play? Every play? No, but there will probably come a point in his collegiate career by the time he's a junior where you're almost going to have to double team David Stone to keep him in check because he's going to be that good. Uh, f- by the way, 512 listener says, Swank the skank, never forgive. There you go. People hate, yeah. people hate this Swank character. I have no idea who he is. <laughs> uh, well, he uh, he was leading the horde. Well, not a horde, but uh, the group that thought it was time for Switzer to go. And, again, it was because of all, a lot of the scandal that was going on. So, so anyway. 
Okay, 405-651-3439 here at Cavens Group on a Thursday. Gary's out on a job today because that's what Gary does. He's not only the CEO, he's not only the head coach, he's a working man as well. They're out on a job in Ardmore. Cavens Group, they're the best, 405 573-3048. And uh, in Tulsa, 918-282-7612. We'll also be right back after this word from Great Coaches Cloning. Stay with us. We are back, 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Back to the text line here in one second. Always happy to be here at the very best at what they do in the disaster response business. Caven sets the standard 405-573-3048 or 918-282-7612. They are on Twitter, X, Instagram, Facebook, cavensgroup.com, C-A-V-I-N-S, cavensgroup.com. We need to do another spot. Hi, I'm Mike Steely. You have a great coach you really love and you don't want to lose him? Well, now you can't. Forget the fatality and come back to reality with great coaches cloning. Our scientists will make sure your favorite coach never leaves. We have the best scientists in the cloning business here at Great Coaches Cloning. How about permanent patty or you'll never bury Barry? Two of our most popular models right now here at Great Coaches Cloning. Call 1-800-CLONE-ME. That's 1-800-CLONE-ME-NOW. What do you think? There's the live read for the new company. I love that you had the 800 number ready to roll, too. Beautiful little touch there at the end. Permanent patty or you'll never bury Barry. Those are the two models that we will work on initially. It would be very popular. So there you go. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's do it. Mr. Sports from Noble writes, Steel man, as good as the 40 whiners are, Mahomes is too tough to beat come playoff time. Curtis, I listened to the Stone podcast also. Bravo. Who is Curtis? I don't know. I was getting a text while you were talking to me. So uh, what was it? One more time. It was Mr. Sports thoughts on the Super Bowl. He said as good as the 40 whiners are. Mahomes is too tough to beat come playoff time. Who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? I'm rooting mainly for a good game, but I would probably lean a little bit towards Kansas City, but mainly a good game. Mr. Sports, thank you for checking in. I ain't rooting for any. If I get a Taylor Swift cut away, by the way, though, I am switching to the 49ers immediately. Mainly, I'm just rooting for a good game. I'm just, you know what? I was really not that enthused by this matchup, but obviously it's the Super Bowl, so I'm going to watch it. I can't remember the last Super Bowl I didn't watch. Uh, I would say... I'm pulling for the 49ers because I would like to see Brock Purdy get it done. I respect Brock Purdy and what he has accomplished in just two seasons in the NFL after getting drafted with the literal last pick of the draft. So, 
I know some people don't like Brock Purdy. I'm not really sure why. He's a humble dude. He's playing on <laughs> he's playing on a salary of eight hundred thousand dollars a year, which is pennies in the NFL. And all he's done is take the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Uh, 405. Yeah, and it'd be cool because uh, George Kittle, obviously, too. So, really, again, either way, I'm not going to be upset, you know, either way. I just want a good, uh, competitive, down-to-the-wire game. A 405 listener says there's a fine line between genius and senility. Head coach, or HCC, is genius. Now, are you talking about great coaches cloning? Yes, I think that's yeah. what they meant. Yeah. Well, yes, I agree. See, you clone them, uh, you know, right when, like, uh, 85 Switzer or right now Patty, and then that way you never have to hire anybody else again. You've got, you've got boom, the replacement. Patty wants to go, you know, do things, garden, be with her family and everything. Well, you've got cloned Patty ready to take over. Mike so. in Springfield says anyone who mentions the name David Swank should be taken to Singapore and canned. <laughs> canned, you mean? Yes. Caned. That's something that, uh, what was the name of the American kid who spat out gum on the street in Singapore and the punishment was they caned him? What is caning? Like a fishing cane, like a pole cane or something like that. It was a, it was a wooden stick. Okay. It was Michael something. Go ahead and Google up Singapore caning incident, and you'll learn all about it. By the way, I want to let you know this hour we have a a new sponsor for hour number two, and that is Black Thunder Roofing, an award-winning roofing contractor and repair contractor here in Oklahoma City. And uh, once again, you can reach them at 405-473-8028, four-time winner of the Angie Super Service Award. Black to underroofing. Okay, um, we have time for a few more. A 580 listener says, a bud forever. That's something funny I could get behind. There you go. Yeah, see, there's another good model. Forever bud. It works either way, right? It works either way. A 715 listener asks, at great coaches cloning, can you buy other schools' coaches' clones? (laughs) Sure, why not? I guess. Yeah. Slim Brady says, my favorite Brock Purdy play involves Perry on Winfrey. Yeah, I don't know how Brock Purdy lived another day after taking that hit from Perry on Winfrey back in November of 2021. Was that the that was the penultimate game of the Mule Shoe era? That's right. That that's exactly right. By the way, and you're talking about David Stone. I would like to Oklahoma opens with Temple, right? That is correct. So, first play for Tommy Harris was against North Carolina, and he was in the backfield on the very first snap. Blew up the play. Was in the backfield on his first ever play. That's what we need to see David Stone do. First play. He blows up the very first play. He's on. That's that's what we're looking at. Because everybody was thinking about Tommy Harris, and literally, and remember that was a Carolina team. But Julius Peppers had an interception in that game, and so Carolina had a great defensive talent. But you could tell right away, wow, Tommy Harris just went straight through the line, made the play, blew it up. A four, All right. A 405 listener says, Mike, the kid was spray-painting cars, sentenced to seven hits with the stick, then it got reduced to four. 
Oh, it was spray painting cars. Okay, you're. I think during the reporting of that incident, they were talking about how strict it was in Singapore, and maybe they said you can't like spit out your gum on the sidewalk or anything. That's probably where I got that. I'm old and senile, but thanks for the uh, update. Seventeen. Wow. Well, I got uh, sixteen from Butch Peters, my sophomore year in high school. So, broke my record over in Singapore. Jeez. All right, we got to get out of here. I want to thank, uh, thank Gary and the crew here. They're always super hospitable. Gary's busy today out on a job. He's a working man as well as the CEO. And uh, tomorrow we want to see you out at Riverwind Casino. Can't wait to get out there and see Justin and the crew. Always a fun Friday program. And... Uh, Check out Drake Stoops, Walter Rouse in action tonight in the uh, in the bowl game, the East West Shrine Frisco Bowl in Texas. Have a great Thursday. We'll see ya.